Hello, darkness, my old friend. Can you see or hear me yet? Holy shit. Uh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear I me? hear you now. Now I can. Excellent. Okay, now you're fucking with me. What? There we go. Ah. <laughs> 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 What's good in the world? Uh, you know, we out, we out here living the dream. Living the dream. Shooting the cream. Yeah. Steel don't <laughs> melt steel beams. <laughs> um, uh... Couldn't think of anything else that rhymed. The only thing that came to mind was Sid Bream. And I think he was just like some old baseball player. I don't even know what I'd say about him. Yeah, from uh, 1983 to 1994, he played in Major League Baseball for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Pittsburgh Pilots, Atlanta Pirates. Uh, Atlanta Pirates. Bra I knew 9/11 was an inside job. <laughs> and Atlanta Braves and Houston Astros. Uh, and I couldn't—I didn't know anything about him that really rhymed. Play first base like Sid Bream. Uh, Living the dream, cream beam. Uh, I got I getting got coupons redeemed. <laughs> First Sorry, what? Girl like I'm Drew Bream. Raheem. <laughs> uh, 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 getting shot like Radio Raheem. I think that's what happens. I still haven't seen do the right thing. Whoops. Neither have I. Still ain't, still ain't seen do the right thing. Was there more to that? The way you said it, I thought there was going to be more to that. No, it just it's a slant rhyme. Yeah, still haven't seen do the right thing. I always having a dream like Martin Luther <laughs> King. There's another slant rhyme. Yeah. I have a dream uh, by Martin hey, Luther King. Hey, you know, uh, you know, Chinese and Japanese. Those are slant rhymes. <laughs> God damn it! Thank God you said something because I was like, <laughs> I was trying to think of like, is there a Chinese rapper? <laughs> Wait, does there the Wu Tang is. Clan? Does the Wu Tang Clan count? <laughs> Uh, I think the higher brothers count. I don't know who that is. Is it like a Chinese, uh, or, or, uh, God, I hope they're Chinese. Like a Chinese, no, yeah, they talk about being from China. Uh, Chinese rap group. What are they, they called? The higher brothers. Uh, they did that song with, uh, Denzel Curry and Ski Mask. All right. Uh, One Punch Man. They are Chinese, legit Chinese from Chengdu, which I hope I'm saying right. Yeah, you are. I assume Good. you're saying it right because I heard someone else say it and they pronounce yeah. it like that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm doing my best, but I've never been very good with other languages. Um, Alright. Well, I'd heard of some of those people you mentioned. I haven't listened to a lot of new music. Well, I guess I've listened to more in like the last, I don't know, nine months or so. There's still not a lot of rap, though. Actually, there is one new rap song I've I've, I've been enjoying. It's called "Get oh, Inspired." Yeah? Get inspired by Genesis Owusu. Nice. I don't know if you've heard it or like? heard of it. Uh, big ass beats and like he's from the Caribbean. Hell yeah! You you're on that booty <laughs> bass that? shit. I love my bass, man. Yeah, like <laughs> give me you know Lil Wayne a Millie Ti what you know. Just fucking make it shake my car windows. <laughs> Either that or like fast, you know. Give me some energy, some bombs over yeah. Baghdad shit, some uh, 
You know, something that's fun to listen to. Not one that's about, like, depression and suicide. Yeah. See, that, that's why I listen to... <laughs> Unless I guess it's, like, like Biggie's Suicidal Thoughts. That's fine. <laughs> Even Biggie's, like, suicide to... rap sounds more live than a lot of SoundCloud <laughs> rap. <laughs> uh, fucking, I listen to a lot of shitty SoundCloud rap just because, like... They usually put way more effort in the production of the beats than they do, like, actual words. Uh-huh. And I just keep my bass up. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just steal the beats and make a good song from them. Fucking, uh, there's this guy, uh, One and Only, uh, which is the num- the numeral one, uh-huh. and then N only, uh, who raps over, like, fucking bass-boosted remixes of... 80, 1980s Japanese city pop songs. That okay. shit fucks. <laughs> it fucks incredibly hard. That does sound fun. Uh, oh, man. And then uh, just people like Contrast, uh, Token Black, Dirty Zan, <laughs> uh, fucking MC Virgins, uh, <laughs> They are really running out of rap names, aren't they? <laughs> I think MC Dude. Virgin was already taken, so he had to go with MC Virgins. Yeah, plural. <laughs> yeah, plural, which is like, yeah, how many? Yeah, like I feel like you have to get really down the list of you know before you start calling yourself MC Virgins. You know what? It's like fucking, you know. Oh yeah, D- yeah, uh, MC Virgins here. Give it up on the ones and twos, DJ Soaker. <laughs> 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 He just holds down the button and he can't move it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a 90-minute set of an air horn. (laughs) Just 90 minutes of the air horn. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But then, like, right next to the air horn, like, the air horn's in the left track, and then over on the right side, on the right track, right next to it, it's just, like, bouncing bass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Because the, the, the bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. We, I think oh we finally we, we've invented the Mormon gangster rapical choir. <laughs> if there's any Mormon gangster rappers, uh, reach out to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, please do help us. Uh, oh, thanks. That that reminds me, I. Need to check the email. Yeah. It's also, like, at the point in uh, running out of rap names that they're just, like, like, uh, I, like I've been listening to this guy called Killswitch, but because uh-huh. there's already a group called Killswitch, it's K-X-L-L-S-W-X-T-C-H. Kixel This reminds... Yeah. Place all your fucking... Vowels with X's. Uh-huh. Uh. This reminded me of, uh... Oh, shit. I just remember that. I just remember this dude. It's an Indian rapper, and his name is Pranav.wav. Uh, say Pranav? Pranav.wav. Oh, Pranav. dot W-A-V. Okay. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> uh... Yo, 666-fuck-the-cops, come on the podcast. Uh, is that another name? <laughs> yeah, that's another guy. That's great. That's great. <laughs> he raps over the Luigi's Mansion beat. <laughs> 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 I'm like, <clears throat> one, one, there's going to be 
one of those uh one of those rappers is gonna name themselves after that fucking memed like weird translated chinese shirt Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. And now, MC, born to die. World is a fuck. Kill them all, 1989. I am trash, man. 410 billion, 764,557 35 uh, years later. Do, 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 do. <laughs> this dude's name is just It's Okay to Cry in all caps. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't even think any emo bands would name themselves something that embarrassing. Uh, I've got... Oh, I've got Ipsy positive <laughs> non-toxic masculinity. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> uh, there, like this one... This first song on this playlist i have i'm just gonna read you everyone on i'm just gonna read you everyone on this uh uh everyone on this track uh so we got uh lil darky eric north janaskis half metal kaiba black but it's blckk bra main god uh, mm -hmm. Lil Cubensis, Royalty the Kid, <laughs> A14, and Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo, I like that. Oh, Wendigo's actually a fucking really good producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like that's a good name, <laughs> like, too. Actually... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was just, I heard Little Darky. I was like, wow, that's kind of right. And it's like, you always see rappers reclaim, like, the racist slurs for like being dark skinned or whatever. Yeah, no, but no, you know, he's a white yeah, guy. he's a white guy. Little darky, you're <laughs> kidding. He's a white guy. You're kidding. There's he put no out, way. he put out like a music video for one of his songs, and it's just I think he's Jesus think he's Christ. <laughs> Did you just you, Google him and he's white? <laughs> if it, I I think I can't tell if it's this maybe. <laughs> Um, either he, he's Sean King at best, we'll say. I can't really tell. He's pretty light skinned. No, I don't think. Well, so okay. So the first picture that comes, oh, is of like this Amsterdam band that was confusing, or a show okay. in Amsterdam, and there are like five people in it, and four of them are white, and I couldn't tell. So I think his band is all white, but I don't think he is. Uh. Apparently, uh, there's a apparently there's a big debate uh, online on uh, is he uh, is he black or Indian? I th and I think he's Indian uh, mm. because his his original rap name from when he was uh, from when he was uh -huh. seventeen was uh, Brahmin. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, is a reasonable reasonable assumption. <laughs> you went to but a I... Jewish school in California. <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting more and more. Goddamn, this, this guy's a fucking like... melting pot. It's crazy because like one picture he looks like he looks like eighteen, and then and then this one he looks like forty, and the one where he's like bald sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. Oh, I closed it already. Shit. <laughs> and I think I Google it in incognito because I didn't want little darky in my search history. <laughs> so I can't just reopen it.
<laughs> oh no, yeah, because then you're gonna uh, get targeted ads from Amazon. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I see you're in the market for other things that may interest you. Confederate flag. <laughs> Twelve feet <laughs> on of it. rope. I'm on it I'm on his wiki page. Uh <laughs> it just says uh, he's the founder of music groups known as Gunk Rock, Spider Gang, and The Faggots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't find a wiki when I googled. I found the Spider Gang wiki. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the Spider Gang fan and wiki, which has 31 pages. They couldn't even uh, spell the faggots right either. <laughs> a punk well, the rock faggots was already taken. A punk rock band with the uh, members Lil Darky, Bruh Main God, Bruh Main God, or should I should say Bruh Main God, MK Ultra. After Lil Darky announced the band on Twitter, many other artists wanted to join, including NASCAR Aloe, <laughs> which is such a nonsensical name, I kind of admire it. <laughs> Yeah, but what, what I was saying is, uh, you know, you never see rappers like, you know, reclaiming like the slurs for like light skin, you know, like, you know, there's never like cash money like, mulatto or, you know, ashy MF 1000. There is a, there is a, there was a rapper named, um, uh, uh, mulatto who got, she was on the, she was on the, uh, double XL freestyle and I want to say 2019. Alright. Uh, and then she just changed her name to Lotto. Probably because she didn't want white people saying slurs while talking about her. Right, yeah. You know, everyone likes me Lotto, but, you know, I really think the uh, it's way better uh, Mewtwo Lotto. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I call it when I'm, like, picking cards out of a Pokemon pack. <laughs> uh... Oh my god, sorry, I'm tired. My sleep has been all messed up the last couple days. But we're off to a hot start. Some hot MC shit. Um, you know. In, uh, I don't know if you have more to go on about rap. If you do, feel free. Um, no, this is just I got like... <laughs> I got... <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of fun. I got one thing. I'm having an opportunity to talk about the rap I've been listening to. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Grab your towels. We've got an hour. It's time to hop in the community shower. Um, I was just, uh, uh, just one thing I wanted to say, you know, the dub, uh, the Writers Guild of America went on strike as of May 2nd, and, uh, of course, uh, we show solidarity and support to them, um, uh, which, which is just why we with, haven't released a podcast. Which is what I was saying, which is why, you know, in keeping, uh, in not crossing the picket line, we have written absolutely nothing for this episode. <laughs> and we promise we will continue to do that as long as the strike goes on. <laughs> It'll major change of operations for how we normally work. <laughs> we vow to not prepare anything for this podcast. Yeah. If you <laughs> think we're we higher wages, yeah. Patreon. If you think we're, we're imp- strike. If you think we were improvised before, buddy. 
Well, there's, yeah. There's been, like, other stuff in the news since we last recorded, so, but I don't know how much of it uh, is really not relevant anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, we could make fun of Steven Crowder, but, um, you know, because his wife left him and then all his, you know, a bunch of his workers are accusing him of, like, always whipping his dick out at work. Yeah. I don't know, man. He seems so well adjusted. I just, ha, I sure right? didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's always one of the guys I figured. Like, I bet, I bet he's got a pretty healthy work environment. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's a fine. Yeah, one. yeah. You definitely think, yeah, and a home life as well. You know, yeah. like he's definitely like got it all put together, and you know. Isn't just another one of these failed actor fucking queens who always seems to have an excuse to put a dress on. Did you see that thing Owen Benjamin said about him? That was really funny. I mean, Owen Benjamin's a real shithead, so you know when he's dunking on you, it's got to yeah. be bad. Yeah. Uh, let me fucking find it. Uh, I remember uh, uh, it was that, and then uh, Tucker got fired. That's right. Uh, Tucker and Don uh, and... Uh, fucking Don Lemon got fired on the same yeah. day. I thought yeah. Don Lemon was just that fucking bitch from Thirty Rock. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking sure he got fired. Okay, retard. <laughs> nah. He's like, yeah, bro. We all believe you, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Here it is. Uh oh, man. And I don't remember. If, oh yeah, I was just reading. Looking through my other Discord to find old stories, and I was just remembering, you know, I don't know if we covered uh, Rod Dreher losing his blog, but we should definitely right. get into that at some point if we didn't. Who is Rod Dreher? The weirdest conservative pundit on the planet, which is hard to do. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a stiff competition. Uh, yeah, yeah. In his case, almost literally, because, like, he's the most, like, obviously thinly veiled closet case in the world. And, like, he's just really got daddy issues. Because he grew up in, like, you know, redneck Louisiana and all his family are shitheads. And he's, like, this obvious, like, effete urban queen who, like, became a film critic and then didn't like that. And he's, like, constantly trying to win their approval and never did and never will. So he's Is always, that how like... how word's pronounced? What? Effete? Effete? I think so. How do you say it? I've been saying effet. That's probably not too bad. Let's see if there's any... I got an audio pronunciation on one of these no, dictionary but, but websites. Con, continue, because uh, me not being able to read is, is, is not the best content. Right. <laughs> uh, well, it says it's playing, but it won't play. Um. Anyway, he's obvious, you know, and so he, like, keeps converting to new religions and trying to pretend to be, like, a tough manly man, and he's just the most obvious, like, fruitcake. Anyway, apparently he... uh. His blog, The American Conservatives, was basically being funded by one billionaire weirdo, and then his writing got too weird even for that guy, which is how you really know. Uh, oh yeah, I'll send you that one. But uh, okay, I found the Owen Benjamin thing too. So anyway, here's the link to like the column covering uh, how weird Rod Dreher is. Jeez, yeah, this is from March 10th, but we must not have covered it. Um, anyway, Owen Benjamin, when Steven Crowder asked me to perform with him in Michigan, I said, of course. Because he was the team leader and we were going to own the left. 
We worked through <laughs> <in> a song. <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. Already funny. We worked on a song making fun of transgenderism. Right before showtime, they put me in. God damn! Hold on, stop. Yeah, that's already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know how we're gonna. I know we're gonna. How we're gonna beat the left? Musical yeah. theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we're all. gonna. Yeah. It's the most masculine of all arts. <laughs> really. that's, bro, that's that's fucking faggots taking the N word back. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like it's like we're taking musical theater back from the gays who don't yeah. deserve it. It's like when Christians tried to try to like start wearing rainbows. <laughs> You're like, actually, it's about God's covenant to Noah. It was like, ah, no, you just look gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's gonna get better though. So they were doing that, you know, musical theater, because yeah, I mean. You know, like I said, I don't say it lightly, but Steven Crowder is just like the biggest failed theater fag in the world. <laughs> right before showtime, they put me in tight white pants and a bedazzled cape, and he wore a Speedo and leather chaps. Yeah, right, reasonable. Yeah. Uh, oh, this next I'm waiting is for it to get weird. Self-dunking. I'm a natural bravo, not an alpha, despite appearing very dominant in most scenarios. Uh, dude, no, dude, he's, dude, he's such a fucking faggot. He won't even he won't even say that he's a beta when he's talking yep. about being. Yep. See, a beta. see. So there, you, there you go. Yeah. All right. Already clowning on himself. So I followed the team leader's decision, even though it didn't make sense to me. How is dressing like degenerate fruitcakes owning the left? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get through that sentence without laughing. <laughs> oh my um, God. I agreed, so I'm no victim, but I felt, fair, felt very uncomfortable saying no, and I didn't want to let down the team. Over time, I realized more and more that we weren't owning anyone, and I just kept being asked to wear really degrading and sexualizing outfits. It's the, ma it's the main thing, reason I now don't focus on whatsoever on that what religion or political association someone claims. Only behavior. Because the only thing Steven Crowder is owning is a bunch of dresses and a broken home. Change my <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things anyone's ever said. <laughs> yeah, that ending is really good, too. <laughs> Holy fucking but, shit. But yeah, some of Rod Dreher's uh, biggest hit columns include... Uh, include... Um, his... Uh, when I was in boarding school, we all would have been gay if it wasn't for the social stigma against it. And we were jealous of the boys who were comfortable being openly gay. Um, let's see. That, oh, jeez. Uh, Dreher... Yeah, checks out. Dreher in uh, uh, Avers, okay, the billionaires, who's a billionaire? Howard Amundsen Jr. Amundsen began to sour on his beneficiary in 2021 when Dreher in a, post -debate, a blog post debating circumcision wrote the following. All us boys wanted to stare at his primitive root wiener when he were at the urinal during recess because it was monstrous. Nobody told us that wieners could look like that. I'm assuming this is like about a black classmate who was uncircumcised in grade school or something. Probably about like like some dude with like fucking big schnuts. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and among Love other things, Rod uh, had to 
Raj responsible for a defamation suit against the American conservative they had to settle. And he's moved to Turkey so he can hang out with uh, Vic because he thinks Victor Orban's the great fascist leader of the 21st century. And and probably so he can cavort around and eat canapes with grad students and shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he nearly caused an international incident by reporting on something Orban said that was like the opposite of the like country's official position. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it'd be like that sometimes, man. Dreyer, whose stay in the country is being partially funded by a think tank with close ties to the Hungarian government, revealed Orban's assertions that NATO, quote, is in a war with Russia, unquote, and that he wishes to leave the European Union. Comments that ran counter to the regime's official policies and were not meant for publication. <laughs> so he's just, fuck it, out here causing international incidents. Oh, and he also wrote one not too long ago that was like, my dad is the greatest man I know. And then he just goes on to, in how I reconcile that other behavior, even though he goes on to describe, he was like a clan member, his dad, and like every story he tells about him is just makes him sound like an abusive asshole. My and dad like, was the greatest racist I've ever known. No real, uh, yeah, and there's no real, and none of his stories have any real evidence for him being like a good person. What do you mean? He just said he was a clan member. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally like, on the one hand, he was an abusive asshole and a clan member and a total piece of shit. On the other hand, he was my dad. So, yeah, you know, Even you know, though. yeah, yeah, literally. That's like up there with my dad, uh, who was like, yeah, I got my fucking, my dad like pulled over. Okay, this is the most insane story that I've ever been told. And not because of the content of the story, but because of the context. Mm. Okay. My dad was driving from California to fucking Georgia to visit his family, mm-hmm. um, and on the way he stopped in he stopped in Alabama um, to get his haircut. Uh huh. Not. Oh, I need gas. Oh, while I'm here, I'll get my haircut. Yeah, Not, just stop just, just to like, get his haircut. Just driving, he's like, oh, fuck, I should probably get my haircut. In the middle of a long-haul drive across the country. Right. He's like, oh, I'll get my haircut. Goes in, black barber shop. Uh, there's a white guy getting his haircut. Everyone's quiet. He goes in, he gets his... He goes in, gets his haircut. Guy getting his... guy. The other guy getting his haircut is just, like, reading the paper. He's like, hey, you see the game? He's like, yeah, hey, you saw... Uh, yeah, something... Started talking about football or basketball or whatever. Uh-huh. Guy leaves... Everyone's like, whoo, and everyone starts talking again. And he's like, who was that guy? He's like, oh, he's the Grand Dragon of the <laughs> Alabama chapter of the Clan. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he's like, well, why the fuck does he get his haircut here? He's, and the guy's like, those were the best. <laughs> oh, man. I think you may have told me that story, but it's still pretty wild. <laughs> In terms of just random interactions. <laughs> that, uh... I don't know what he meant the takeaway of that story to uh-huh. be for me, but it was that just like you're an insane man who stopped to get his hair cut in the middle of a cross country drive. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's yeah, the, that that's weirder. Cra- that's weirder than the head of the clan getting his hair cut by black people. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just it's so weird. Like what? Yeah, like there's. Yeah, there's like it's like a layer of weirdness. Like the fact that he encountered this, it's weird enough, but it's also like that's why. Like, yeah, just a bizarre <laughs> reason to stop on such a trip. 
<laughs> he was just like telling me, he's like, yeah, I was getting my haircut in Alabama, <laughs> and I met this clan guy. I was like, where are you getting your fucking haircut in Alabama? You don't live, you don't live there, and never did. <laughs> it was like I was just like, I was, I was, I was driving, it's just like on the road. Ah. I was like, I should get my haircut. <laughs> It's so fucking funny. Fucking insane behavior. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone ever wonders why I am like I am, mm-hmm. I was raised by a fucking sociopath. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think of... What's that? I think I turned out fine. Uh, you know, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Like... <laughs> ended up with a healthy attitude towards both haircuts and the clan. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, given where I started, I guess I ended up okay. I could be doing better, but I could be doing a lot worse. Yeah. I'm not there anymore. That feels like a big win. Oh, yeah, you're not in Louisiana? Yeah. That's good. It's, That's it's... a fate I wouldn't, wait, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, you know. <laughs> So I'm glad you're out. I just thanks, man. <laughs> I feel like you said that to intentionally imply something about what? your no. enemy uh, <laughs> about no, your man, enemies just, list. I'm just uh I'm just I'm just glad you're past that, you know. Yeah, no, I just yeah, I don't I mean there are parts of it I like I guess, but I don't really like my hometown or living there or the culture around me. It was, or the it fact was that yeah, or the fact there aren't really many people like me, and that my family's full of judgmental weirdos, and, uh... Oh, that's where my fucking dad gets it from. Yeah, he's he's also from Lake Charles. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like born oh, yeah. Charles. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll explain it. I think that thing... either, like, born in or, like, parents from. He's like, yeah, he's just a Lake Charles guy. Yeah. You know, they say that, like, you know, when, uh... Like, crime rates dropped and they started taking lead out of everything and people just started being less, like, violent and erratic and aggressive. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like the lake having all those, like, refineries right on it means that effect never really left Lake Charles. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, how, yeah, the culture feels to me down there. <laughs> just, you know, people going out and looking for fights and shit. Just, just like, being assholes and drama queens because, like, they don't have anything else going on. Yeah. yeah. There's fuck else to do. May as, may as well be a cunt. Oh, yeah, right? Like, basically. <laughs> that's not even really an exaggeration. Yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, Christ. Yeah. Well, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else has been in the news today. Um, I don't know how much we've talked about Ted Lasso, but... Has, has Someone... he been in the news recently? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Ted Lasso accused of sexual misconduct by 13 oh, no. no, no, I don't think so. But um, uh, there was a clip from the latest episode that was going around. And I've kept up the show. And I finally watched the episode. And I was just like, ugh. Um, I want to try to find the clip now. But I don't what's, know. Uh, like, what's the context? Oh, the context is that then there's been a major celebrity hack a la the fappening as they called it in 2014 um is this like the real context or is this like uh this is the context of the in the actual episode okay 
And so the clip is like him, uh, you know, they're uh, like the players are literally, you know, so the players literally debate the ethics of like keeping people's, you know, nudes and photos and videos and shit they sent you, the private stuff, you know, after you break up or whatever, just all this shit. Um, And then I watched it and my comment, well, I don't know if you want to watch the clip or not. We can bide some time if you want to, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm checking it out. All right, you do that, and I'll uh, tell our listeners, uh, you know. Community Shower is brought to you by Dirtex uh, Disposable Trash Cans. Is it a British show? Yeah, he coaches soccer in England. Oh. Uh, uh, anyway, let me resume this. Sorry. No, if you have more questions, feel free. I was just going to do a fake ad read in the meantime. Oh, go for it. Community showers brought to you by Dirtex Disposable Trash Cans. Why buy a trash bag when you can just throw out the whole fucking thing at once? Uh, yeah, you can tell we don't have our writers on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, cool. Yeah. Uh, Let me miss reference. Thank you for showing me the only part of this show I will ever watch. <laughs> yeah, the other thing is, yeah, it's just... Thanks so for bringing me back to Tumblr, you fucking faggot. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, yeah, I hate it like, here. oh my god. And yeah, uh, like, this sitcom that now has, like, hour-long episodes and moments where they stop to, like, lecture the audience. But this was my response to it. Speaking of, since they want to talk about the ethics of relationships and stuff, um, yeah, so great that this sitcom now stops to deliver moral and ethical lessons. I wonder what it has to say about the morals and ethics of the multiple relationships on a show where a boss is fucking their subordinate or the one where a therapist is fucking their client. (laughs) Oh, and if you want to know, the answer is absolutely nothing. (laughs) None of these are like ever... Nobody on the show seems to think any of these things are a problem at all or even potentially a problem. Jesus, fuck me. Yeah. Jesus, fuck the wheel. I, I... I think we're asking too much of shows. Well, you know, I will say the first season is really good. It's tighter. It's got a real plot and conflict, and you know, yeah, it worked. We're talking, it, bro. It worked. Oh, so tight, so tight. It should be I'm illegal, talking, And it is in some <laughs> co- in some countries. <laughs> um, but the first season is really good, and since then, it's had its good moments, but it's gotten really more bloated and takes itself more seriously, and you know. Does more of this, like, lecturing type shit and making points to the audience. Yeah. Comedy yeah. is comedy is all about... Um, comedy is all about speaking morals to people. Yeah. Nothing funnier than that. Yeah. I love... I love... I love how every show... I love how all comedy has a message now. I love how <laughs> everyone's fucking Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat and Oswald could be pretty funny. Yeah, those he had that pretty funny bit with his wife. That... Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even no, it's not even Pat. It's been like Hannah Gadsby level, you know. Since I just saw someone brought up Nanette, which really, you know, that really changed the conversation and had a lasting impact on comedy as an yeah. art form. <laughs> yeah. No, there's the one. Th- well, I mean, there's not one. I like some of Pat's stuff, it's, but yeah, it's clearly it's still being talked about today. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Ever since then, nobody um, 
nobody really uh, tells jokes anymore. They just, you know, lecture the audience about, you know, points and why white men are bad. Uh, Until you said that last thing, I was like, yeah, unironically, I host an open mic now. Nobody's doing comedy anymore. They're just saying a bunch of shit to the audience. <laughs> there is one patent bit I like where he talks about, um, well, I mean, there are a few I like, but there's one he talks about, like, like patent um, after Hillary didn't win and he fucking shit his ass. Yeah, yeah. He kind of recovered, though. There are, there are a lot of people who did that, you know? Patton Oswalt, uh, Patton Oswalt has I'm with her as uh, knuckle tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I just, and I just wish he was talking about his wife. <laughs> but anyway, he's talking about like, oh, Jesus. God damn it, dude. <laughs> two. No, no, no. I don't, like, I, don't like, I don't like two of his specials and therefore it's he morally should be dead. Wait, which two? <laughs> uh, just the last two. Oh yeah, they weren't um, his best, but um, this one's from what is it? It's uh, what's the special called? Like tragedy plus comedy equals time. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, time. I like that was like three. Yeah. That was like four specials ago. But tragedy I, plus comedy equals time. fuck yeah. He's been working. That one was. Oh, he's been doing. Yeah, he's been working for over twenty years, dog. Yeah, that one's been. That one was. Uh, that one was good. Yeah, I like the one about. But I like the story he talks about selling out and then doing the casino gig. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, you know, I used to think selling out, well, you know, he, he was like, oh, yeah, bands like Nickelback, they just do that shit for money and pussy. It's like, I don't know if you study history at all, but do you know the things <laughs> people have done for money and pussy? <laughs> like, <laughs> making some mediocre music is really low on, like, the evil scale as far <laughs> as this is concerned. Uh... But yeah, then he goes talking about seeing a out. I got. <laughs> it was like, would you rather someone like rape and murder, or just go like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But he starts talking about the casino gig where he's like, you know, I got this offer for an insane amount of money. It's like more than I've ever made for any one thing in my life. And so I go to the specialist, like, and I'm talking to the manager, and they're like. You know, can you do 30 minutes? Like, well, well, you know, these people came to see me. I can do an hour if you want. He's like, no, don't. Yeah, no, just do 30 minutes. And then the, then I'm like, we're going to have a meet and greet with some VIPs uh, before the show if you want. He's like, oh, you want to do it before? How about after? You know, I don't want to spoil the magic. And she's like, you do not want to talk to these people after the show. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he goes and, like, he meets his opener backstage. He's like, oh, do you want me to bring you up or something? He's like. Oh, no, I already did 15 minutes. He's like, oh, that sucks. What happened? He's like, well, I started doing my set, and about 15 minutes in, they just hit the lights and announced from the shots $2 at the back bar for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> and so it's just like, see, people carry like, a dozen of them in their arms, right? And then so he starts talking about, like, the actual set, and uh, he walks out on stage, and people just start clapping and hooting and hollering, and they're like, woo, and then some guy yells at the point, like, King of Queens, King of Queens, it's like, yeah, I was in King of Queens, they're like, ah, and someone else, Ratatouille, yeah, Ratatouille, ah, it's like, this went on for 30 straight minutes, for an entire half hour, I did not tell a single joke. I had things I was in yelled at me. I agreed with them, and I've never made an audience happier. <laughs> you know the fucking saddest thing uh, about this 
is it reminds me so much of working the Polly Shore show at Seeker Group. Oh, yeah? Except for Polly was the one going, eh, Biodome! Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else would be like, Biodome! <laughs> And then he'd be like, so what do you think about this joke? And they're like, yeah. Well, we would have laughed if we liked it. <laughs> they, just, they just wouldn't respond. And they just go, <laughs> and they go, uh, Encino Man. Encino Man! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that's great. Uh, I think were I him, I would have fucking killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know. Like, probably around the time my mom died and everyone stopped giving a fuck who I was. Yeah, oh, now we don't have to give you a fucking job ever again. <laughs> we don't have to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm no longer legally required to suck your cock. Yeah. <laughs> My fucking future in this town doesn't depend upon it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's like it reminds me of that joke about, you know, why Dennis Leary became famous, but Bill Hicks died in obscurity. Because he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Um... Yeah, why did Dennis Leary get famous while Bill Hicks died in obscurity? No cure for cancer. Which is a play on both Bill Hicks dying of cancer and that being the name of the special that de made Dennis Leary famous where he ripped off a bunch of jokes from Bill Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you should give it to the bit and die. Yeah. But yeah, it was I, like, you know. I like running the bit that, uh... I'm a fan of running the bit that, uh... Joe Rogan fucking mm -hmm. stole uh, Carlos Mencia's whole act. <laughs> well, yeah, he does have a show where he blathers on about what's in the mind of Rogan for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> he does talk about the mind of Mencia. <laughs> Carlos Mencia is like half German, too, isn't he? Like his real name is like Ned Holness. I'm serious. Yeah, Ned, yeah, Ned holding this dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's amazing. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna. Yeah, nope. This is all true. Wait, what's all true? You looked up, and his name is Ned holding this dick. No, not the holding his dick part, but I already knew the rest of the stuff. I just wanted to get some firm information for you from the white guy, Padilla. <laughs> so I guess his mom's name is Mencia. Ah, hey, hey, how about a callback coming full circle? In 1988, at the suggestion of comedy store owner Mitzi Shore, he began using the first name Carlos to appeal to Mexican audiences. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Man. Uh. Wow. He, you know, hold on, so we're just going to move past, he has 16 older siblings and one younger sibling. Oh, I didn't even read that far, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ned Arnell Mencia was born in uh, San Pedro Sula on October 22nd, 1966, the son of Mexican mother Magdalena Mencia and Honduran father Roberto Olnes. 
16 of the older siblings and one younger. Jesus Christ. His mother was engaged in a domestic dispute with his father and refused to give him and see his biological father's surname. <laughs> Out of respect, he began using the surname anyway and did so until the age of 18. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, ah! Mitchie Shore died on April 11th, 2018. So I guess that kind of makes 411 Pauly Shore's 911. <laughs> hey. No, all of his all of his fucking specials are his 911. That's everyone else's 911. Ooh, 911. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are some of his specials? Uh, his I really education. I see four discography from him. Uh, one of which is the original motion picture soundtrack to Son-in-Law, so I don't think that really counts. And I have my doubts that he actually wrote the music. Yeah, but if he uh, did write the music, then it certainly counts. Yeah, I just, I have my extreme doubts, but I guess, I'm guessing the others are comedy, I'm not sure. Uh. Who are you to doubt Paul Shore? I mean... What have we been doing like the last ten minutes, if not? <laughs> no, I have doubting Paul Short. Oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm guessing, doubt or not, I'm assuming their stand-up out, their comedy albums in some form, whether or not they succeed. At I'm assuming he didn't release like an acoustic singer-songwriter album or like a DJ set. That'd be fucking. I think he was a DJ at some mm. point. That makes sense. Are you sure you're not just thinking of Polly D? No, that's Polly DJ. <laughs> the is anyway, from Jersey Shore. Yeah, <laughs> Polly Shore's na real name is Polly D from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, the albums are 1991's "The Future of America," 1992's "Scraps from the Future," which maybe is just an outtake of the first one, and oh, 19 how you put out B sides for a comedy special. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, let's not... I don't think he's a guy full of material, you know what I mean? Uh, and 1994's Pink Diggly Diggly. That... You know how some things sound racist but aren't? Yeah. It sounds like racist and perverted. Yeah. It's like a, like the like the little paper tag on a Hershey's Kiss is called a Niggly Wiggly. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's one of those type. It's one of those things. Yeah. Like, Wait, is that real? Yeah, is yeah. That re that's really what it's called. Yeah. That can't be right. Yeah. I mean, that's just wow. No, not the paper flag. It, oh, well, Hershey's Kisses say the paper flag is called a plume, but that's uh. Not. Of course they say it now. <coughs> yeah, Quora calls it that, but I can't find an official source for it. Originally, the paper plumes were referred to as identification tags, possibly because they look like miniature brand flags. Are we sure that's not just like a racist thing people oh, no, no. That's came the, up with? That's the the later the the type of paper. I'm trying. I can't find any like source that's not just like Quora or Reddit or Urban Dictionary. Um. Oh, hey. Speaking of Polly Shore, um. 
<laughs> Wait, no, I just oh, there it is. I had the wrong page open. Uh, of his film career, describing Shore's performances in these films, film critic Roger Ebert wrote. Shore bypasses all categories to achieve a kind of transcendent fingernails on the blackboard effect. <laughs> he said that uh, in the review of Dury Duty, which he gave one star, <laughs> which opens with the comedian and I would, Polly Shore and I would find ourselves in agreement on one thing the characters he plays are obnoxious. Dude, I hope this isn't one of those things I was just told when I was eight and carried with me through my life. About the paper? Yeah. That's entirely possible. That's the thing. Like, like I don't know if it is either, but I've not... It, seem, it might just be one of those urban legends or one of those things racist people say. I don't, I don't know. No, because they, they told us that in school. Really? I never heard yeah. it before today. Before this podcast. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is gonna be one of those Hinchcliffe moments, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, you can Google what the paper in the Hershey's Kiss is called, and you will find a bunch of answers with the same answer you gave. I just, I can't find any real source for them. You know, beyond it just being some sort of passed down urban legend or slang term. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I got the, uh, got the header image for the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, good, I got the title. <clears throat> oh, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on the Patreon. Yeah, on the Patreon. <laughs> That'll be our bonus for Patreon listeners this episode. <laughs> is uh, that screenshot. Well, I can't use it if you delete it, dude. <laughs> but, uh, it'll be that screenshot. Uh, that'll be like their bonus material this time. Uh, the title oh. I have is Mormon Gangster Rapper Knackle Choir. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about Tabernacklemore? Where it's like oh, Macklemore, uh, but he's <laughs> donating to the thrift shop. When I was in third grade, I thought that God hated gays, and I was right. God hates <laughs> gays. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what that song was called. I can't change. Oh yeah. All right, uh, Mormon, Mormon, Mormon Tabernacle. Safe, Moore safe love. Jewish. Safe love. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Mormon. God damn it. Oh, he rose to international success when he collaborated with producer Ryan Lewis as the duo Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Oh, no. I'm glad you needed to specify what the duo was called. I never would have figured it out otherwise. I, okay, I think I get I think I get why they made it a duo called that because otherwise it's going to be Macklemore feet Ryan Lewis and he's like no we should both get equal credit uh, because both of us suck <laughs> Mark Macklemore and uh, I don't have I couldn't think of a baseball player for Ryan Lewis Mackley, Dave Mackley. Dave you're probably listening you can help me with this <laughs> Dan Dave our Dave. most regular listener 
Also very knowledgeable about baseball. I don't know how to tell you this, man. I don't think any of our listeners are regular. Oh, I'm sure their diets are fine. <laughs> I mean, some of them may at least. Well, if anyone's a regular listener, he is. Who do you think is our most irregular listener? Uh, Frequency-wise or bowel movement-wise? Yeah. That's hard to say because, you know, the only ones I know about are like the three or four who subscribe or I hear from about what's on the pod. So I guess the most irregular listener would be one I heard from like once and then never again. But I don't know who falls into that category. Oh, uh, Seth? Yeah, did he, I think he only listened to the episode he was in, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that seems plausible. Uh, uh, I also... Uh, also, understandable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we're not making high art here. <laughs> Although it is pretty funny. Yeah. Being high or making art? What is? Yeah. Yeah, man. We did it, bro. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We broke podcasting down to its barest essentials. Yeah. yeah, just getting high and talking on a... Uh, comedy uh, is all about... It's all about speaking truth. Speaking the truth about Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. The John uh, Wilkes truth. Mm-hmm. That's gotta yeah. be a fucking uh like a civil war truther podcast. John Wilkes truth. Yeah, just uh Booth didn't kill anybody. Abraham Lincoln's head just did that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, now I'm trying to think of other presidential assassination puns. Wait, what did you say uh, before John Wilkes Truth? There was a different <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah. No, what did you say before that? Oh, God, I don't even remember. Fuck, me neither. Because there was another one. It reminded me of something else. Let's see, the John Wilkes Truth. Um, I just keep thinking of Charles Guiteau, and it's hard to come with a pun for that. Uh, yeah. God. Yeah. I, dude, fuck. I, I love... There really haven't been a lot of presidential assassinations. Every time I get to receive or share information about Charles Coteau, it just makes my oh, so much Leon, better. Oh, God. How do I even pronounce that? Leon Salgas? 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 Leon Salgas? The guy who shot William McKinley. The fuck is William McKinley? The third of four presidents to be assassinated. What, well, why, though? What did he do? Uh, Salaz was an anarchist, Basically. and I think McKinley was a business guy. Yeah, that checks out. Those guys hate each other. Yeah. I'm listening to enough. I'm listening to enough shitty folk punk to know that those guys are like racial yeah. enemies. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm not sure. Speaking of like really cool assassinations. Uh, I guess fucking book recommendation. Uh, Operation Nemesis by Eric Bogosian. Uh, it was a book about the Eric most... Bogosian, like yeah. the 
Actor and producer? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, he was in Uncut Gems. I know that. Uh, what was it called? Oper yeah! Uh, <laughs> wait, that's the same fucking guy? <laughs> yeah! Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah, know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. He's written multiple plays, uh, garnering him three Obie Awards as well as the Drama Desk Award. The Obie is the Village Voices Off-Broadway Theater Awards. Oh, so yeah, I guess OB for off Broadway. Yeah, so I guess like OB is like Tony's like less popular no account brother. Oh, 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 yeah, OB's and Anthony's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking sick. The Obi Wan Kenobi Awards. <laughs> you know, for the best off Broadway adaptations of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, right? he wrote a he wrote a book about the most successful assassination attempt and and the most successful assassination in history up until fucking uh, Shinzo Abe got clapped. Yeah, uh, it was the uh, assassination of the perpetrators behind the Armenian genocide in post World War One Germany. Nice. Hell yeah! Uh, it fucking rips. <laughs> God, that's wild, man. <laughs> that's crazy that's the same guy uh yeah no you're right I mean I just I don't know what to say but I'm trying to think of other you know great crossovers I guess you know Sham, Sham Shepard's an actor and playwright uh yeah, more like Sham Shepard Sham Shepard bam you know Chris Christopherson great country musician great actor uh, also named Chris Christofferson because his yeah. parents aren't, I guess, I guess creativity skips a generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his full name is Christopher Christofferson. I'm not kidding. Fucking, okay. First off, it's spelled, ex it's spelled, ex but it's spelled like that though. <laughs> like <laughs> Christopher Christofferson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there Christopher you go. Christopher the son of Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his dad wasn't even named Christopher. His dad's name is Lars Henry Christofferson. Okay, it's a generation. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess naming conventions and uh creativity skip a generation. <laughs> it's not his fault he's Norg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Is he Nor is he uh Norse or Swedish? Swedish. <laughs> well, doesn't Norse or well Norse just means the general area, right? Would you say Norwegian if he was uh, from Norway? Scandinavian. Okay, yeah, but I still thought okay. I guess I just thought you know Norse meant you know anyone descended from the Nordic tribes, whereas Norwegian, you know Mario Norwegian. Then Norwegian is like if you <laughs> if you like live in Norway. Norse is like if you're like genetically. Of the of them folks. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, I guess, how far back he traces his lineage, but he is actually Swedish. The name is Swedish. Yeah. Do do the Norse operate on like the on like the one drop rule? I honestly couldn't tell you. I'm I'm honestly I'm sad to say I'm not an expert on Norwegian blood quantum theories. But you know who is really? 
I'm not going to yeah. beat myself up over it. Probably Chris Christopherson. <laughs> Christopher Christopherson. <laughs> it was always funny when you can like when you get to like hear uh the, the Norse talk and it's like, "Oh, he thinks he's people." He's talking human words. Yeah. Also funny that the uh uh the the Norwegian word for Norwegian uh, is spelled Norge, but it's pronounced Norge. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that guy who uh, helped Edmund Hillary climb the mountain. <laughs> Actually, shit. Now I hold on. Let me Google that and see if it's funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> <coughs> that's definitely funny. <coughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't follow the. Uh, I didn't really follow the, uh, I'm not up on, uh, mountain climbing history. Hmm. Well, there you go. <laughs> Denzig Norgay. <laughs> That's silly. Mm-hmm. Glenn Tenzig Norgay. <laughs> <laughs> mountain... To chillin' not, not to climb my way. way. <laughs> what do you mean what they say? Mountain. What Mountain. Hmm. Be pop to pop to pop pop bamboo. Yeah, Tenzing Norge! Oh lordy! Tenzing Norge! Oh lordy! <laughs> there, that's a bad little Richard impression. Da, 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 da. What about, uh. What about Rich Little Richard? I was gonna say Big Richard, but that's just Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that Large motherfucker, Richard. now look who's in trouble. <laughs> Look, say what you want about Rick Ross, but that is a large Richard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's really cool how the drug dealer uh, Freeway Rick Ross inspired two rappers' names. Oh, who's the other one? Freeway. Oh, nice. Who? I don't think he had a big career, but uh, he got the name drop on Jay Z's The Takeover. <laughs> yeah, man, Freeway Ricky Ross. It's so funny that you could just name yourself after, like, a famous drug dealer. It's like, yo, what up? I'm Pablo Escobar. You could just name yourself <laughs> after other famous people. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, why don't you I do even that? have to be drug dealers. Yeah, yeah. More relevant to your profession. <laughs> Bring it up, up next to you. We love this new rapper, folks. Give it up for Bill Clinton. What's <laughs> <laughs> up? It's young Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, young Barack Obama. <laughs> what if it was Ad Rock Obama? Ooh, what would that sound like? <laughs> Trying to get Congress oh. to pass some laws. <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> but they keep blocking me with no cause. Cause. <laughs> <laughs> the company that makes Garfield merch is called Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw did in one just, pointless did you reference. Just know that. <laughs> Yeah, I read a lot of Garfield when I was a kid. I mean, I wasn't just assuming that you 
quickly googled Garfield merch. And I was like, no, I yeah, didn't know that. Well, that's that's a lot to do with why. Also, I've kind of like I've really been like cutting back and almost entirely out uh, drinking the last like three or four weeks. So like I'm just remembering things I forgot I knew a lot now. <clears throat> One of those things I forgot to remember to forget. I uh, uh, want you to remember to forget you forgot me. Wait, is that the same song you're thinking of? Because I'm thinking of uh, uh, the Mighty Mouse like, song. It's probably originally by by like uh, some uncredited black R&B singer, <coughs> but then like uh, Elvis did it. Then oh, like, I no. forgot to remember to forget. <laughs> okay, I uh. No, I was. I, it made me think of the song "A Different City" by Modest Mouse. I don't know how much you listened to the indie rock I listened to when I was roughly the age you were since we've been doing this podcast. But Modest Mouse is the come town of indie rock in that I have only listened to it against my will. <laughs> uh, what if it was uh, Modest Mouse, but it was like. A comic book about playing music to escape the Nazis. <laughs> that'd be pretty good. I never read Mouse, so I don't know how that would work, but... I, I, I always assume that's what Danger Mouse was secretly about the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Danger, danger. The Nazis. <laughs> when they march, when they march, when they kill, when they kill, come on. <laughs> Fire in the Reichstag! Fire in the Reichstag! Fires on the Crystal Noct! <laughs> Don't you want to know why we keep starting fires? To blame the Jews! To blame the Jews! To blame the Jews! To blame the Jews! Don't you want to know why we keep... Well, I think I'm just going to be repeating myself at this point. <laughs> danger, the danger, the night. Well, the, I don't think there are really any more lyrics. This is the problem. It's just the same ones over and over again. And then, like, you know, guitar and sax you know so solos. Much, you know so much more about the fucking music than I do. Yeah. I have to defer to you on this. Yeah, well, you know, especially, you know, 2003 was, like, a peak era for me. Also, I think I've seen Electric 6 live, like, four times. <laughs> <laughs> They put on. They're a fun ass show, man. They know how to perform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like very that's, like. That's what I. That's professional what I like in a musician is the, the ability to perform. Yeah. Well, I don't just mean like they know how to play their instrument, shit. You know, like they're like they really professional showmen. I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they know how to make it as entertaining as possible. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm I'm approaching it. Uh, okay. No, keep talking while I try to work okay. out a a Nazi electric six pun. <laughs> Another one. Wow. Well, they do have a song called Germans in Mexico, uh, which <laughs> I was Germans thinking. Oh yeah. Which reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, which just reminded me, uh, I was listening to the first wave station, the car today, and they had, they did a May the 4th playlist, which, you know, I'm kind of like, ah, Star Wars, whatever. Uh, no, it's fine because it's just like stuff that's on their normal playlist, but about space or things that are in space. So it's like Flock of Seagulls, Space Age Love Song, David Bowie, Space Oddity, 
You know, Echo and the Bunnymen, The Killing Moon, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good. Uh, But it made me think, I'm going to make a Cinco de Mayo playlist for tomorrow. But it's just songs that mention Mexico in some way. But no actual... five. (laughs) But no actual Mexican music. Oh, of course. Like, that's important. Because, like, I'm sure if you were, like, listening to the radio and they started playing, like, the Star Wars theme song, you'd be like, alright, what the fuck is this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, uh... It's just the Cantina band music. Like... Yeah. <laughs> that same song again. What? All right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Mexican radio by Wall of Voodoo. Uh, maybe Mas Tequila by Sammy Hagar. <laughs> uh, yeah, Germans in Mexico already mentioned that. Maybe Banditos by The Refreshments. Uh, fucking uh, Salsa Tequila by uh, Daniel Nielsen. I don't know what that is or what that is. It was like it was some like uh, Norwegian DJ who was like, "Yeah, you can make an international club hit uh, by just like saying shit in Spanish because no one's gonna look it up, <laughs> and the Mexicans won't give a fuck." Yeah. It's like read so a Taco just, so Bell put out menu. a song where all of the lyrics are just like, uh, just Spanish words like. With no relation to each other. That rules. Just like read a fucking menu at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Taco. Burrito. I... Nacho. <laughs> Enchilada. Salsa. Tequila. Arriba. Quesadilla. The, uh, the fucking the, the, chorus, the chorus is just salsa tequila corazon cerveza muy bueno four times oh god this is reminding me of the american dad singer cilantro which just starts as like one of those wordplay gags where uh you know I don't I don't like things where it stands like I don't like things that are you know that are too popular and trendy like like cilantro, uh, and he's like, <clears throat> "Oh, I mean the, uh, <laughs> the singer yeah, the, the songwriter. He's because he's gonna be big, and I want no part of it." <laughs> <clears throat> but then there's a whole song they play. Then there's like a car chase where he play play a song by, but it's just the most like, yeah, it's a little singer songwriter stuff, and it's just the lyrics are very. I mean, it's funny, uh, but it's also like, the lyrics are very simple. I believe in English they are the dog, the dog is my heart, the cat, the cat is no good. Cilantro is a singer, cilantro is very famous. Cilantro <laughs> is the friend of the cheese of the devil. So yeah, it's literally El Pero, El Pero, es mi corazón, El Gato, El Gato, El Gato no es bueno. Cilantro es cantante, cilantro es muy famoso, cilantro es el hombre con el queso del diablo. <laughs> no, the man Christ. with the cheese of the devil, right? <laughs> and then this whole car chase. This episode's great. It's just Stan refuses to buy Roger grenadine at the store, so Roger decides to ruin his life by like putting on a persona and taking over the homeowners association and like ruining everything about the neighborhood Stan <laughs> likes. And when Stan figures out he's crooked, they go on the car chase. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's so dumb, but it's so funny. Got American Dad is like one of the shows of all time. It is. Dude, it's like on season 20 now. It is absolutely one of the shows of all time. 
<laughs> and we still watch it. Yeah. I don't know if I can say I've seen every episode because I didn't get into it until pretty late, but have I seen a lot? Absolutely. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, we've been really enjoying Digman too. Digman. Digman. It's this animated show. I'm not sure where. I think it's on Comedy Central, but it stars like Andy Samberg as like a celebrity archaeologist in a world where like archaeologists are celebrities. Although he's kind of washed up and trying to build his career, but like his entire performance is basically like an insane parody of like, including voice performance, like an insane parody of like Nicolas Cage and like National Treasure and shit like that. <laughs> She's like, oh my god! <laughs> okay. That was terrible. I should have looked up an actual line to read. No, that was good. That was good. That seemed do, like uh, it, seemed, it seemed like a lot of effort. Do uh uh hit me with the uh uh hit me with I gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. Do that one. Oh man, I gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> That's really good. That's really Thanks. good. <laughs> That's real excellent. Thank you. Um, well, I don't know where you're at, but I'm in an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, I'm at probably around there as well. I don't know how much longer you can go, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) You still got somewhere to go tonight, but... Uh, Oh, I do have something. Um, Yeah. Hold on. I wrote this down. Uh, Uh, Grab your towels. towels. It's been Been an hour. hour. Time to hop out of the community community shower. shower. Community shower is brought to you by Ronco Reusable Condoms. Because look, Nutworks is lube too. (laughs) (laughs) Spermicide? No, sperm inside. (laughs) Oh, that's a good way to end it, I think. All right. right, I've stopped recording. Thank you, listeners, and good night. (laughs) Good night, everybody.